cheese from scratch wait you've already had dinner yeah this is I think this is also a part of my upbringing going back to food you you I will get back to you making mac and cheese from scratch because that sounds really good but because my house was so far away from all of the other things that I did like went to school I was transferring to my school district and then like dance skating all that was over by my school and of course dance always runs late into the night like mm-hmm. I would have dance classes from like 6 to 9 30 p.m and then you drive home and then I have dinner so like it's carried over from my childhood that I've always eaten dinner really late like I don't eat dinner until like between 8 30 and 10 30 on a normal day well, so I will tell you that that's also how I was raised, and I only have dinner early now because my baby eats early, and he's a hungry boy. For, like, two seconds, I really thought you were talking about, like, a real baby or, like, yes, an animal yes. or, like, <laughs> something. I was like, Olivia, what have you not told me? No, my fiancé is a hungry boy. He usually also has lunch pretty early, so when he mm. comes home from work, he's... He's practically ready to eat, and I have to be like, it's four (laughs) o'clock. Stop. (laughs) So, no, I also... We made mac and cheese. Yes. um, We made mac and cheese from scratch. It's very good. It is very rich. I think we need to experiment with what kind of cheeses we use, because we... He watches... um, Did you also use, like, a cream base, like a white sauce base, or no? We used uh we used a milk base. So it wasn't okay. and it was one percent milk or maybe it was non fat or two percent. It wasn't like cream or whole yeah. milk. Well, the reason I asked is because towards the beginning of quarantine I made this giant batch of fettuccine Alfredo type stuff and then I froze it. So I actually just finished it last week because it was really? a huge batch. And I wasn't eating it like every day. But anyways, and I made that with cashew milk because it lightens it up a lot. And so I don't know, but it still allows it to be like rich. I don't know. People use cashews as like a a milk substitute a lot. Like Mm -hmm. I know of a vegan restaurant in Austin that uses cashews to make cheese. So it's like, even if you used real cheese you could use like a nut milk and then maybe it would be a little bit less Mm, yeah that might help i think we just need to experiment with the cheeses and also i need to take more time to prep because you got to shred all the cheese and now like my feel like my i feel like like one of my arms is going to be jacked and the other one's going to be tiny Well, you, you can switch off arms. On it's hard, shredding. though. I also totally shredded some of my skin on my finger. Oof. Oof. That's I just sore. got, I was getting into it, and I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, I've shredded, like, my knuckles before. Oof. Like, if you're oh, on, no. like, a... I mean, like, not, like, actually shredded, but, like... Yeah. Shredded. I have this huge scar on my left 
index finger from where I oh, yeah. literally cut off part of my finger with a exacto knife. That was really I, fun. I have that scar from when I was taking the pizza out of the oven in our junior year house and I lifted up and I didn't get the pizza with it and so my hand hit a coil on the oven. That hurt y'all. Ooh. Be careful. Do you remember that? Like I had a big like hole Actually, in my hand. You had a like, hole right, in your hand? Sort of like right here. Well you know those big coils that heat up to heat yeah. up the ovens? Yeah like my hand like like right into it. Eared off some skin. It was real gross. <laughs> no hi everyone (laughs) welcome to you can live anytime with myself olivia and i'm annika the practicing gay and today we're gonna have another episode of (laughs) we need to get an air horn just for this episode yeah, we could probably just download an app on our phone. We're just there, too lazy to do that. Were you not in a high school where every single boy downloaded one of those apps? So anytime anything remotely oh, exciting sure happened, I they... I just didn't talk to anyone. I had literally three friends in high school. Hey, so. I was friends with the boys lacrosse team, which sounds... Let me preface to everyone that, you know, uh, lacrosse has its what is the word I'm looking for? People assume that when you talk about lacrosse boys, they're kind of, you know, mean and they have attitudes, but at my high school, all the lacrosse boys were kind of, some of them were really athletic and kind of like that, but a lot of them were kind of nerdy and really nice. So I was friends with the lacrosse boys and a couple other friends here and there, but that was it. Especially because I didn't play any sports in school. I was one of those weirdos. It was like, why don't you play a sport? And I was like, I dance. And they were like, what? Well, we could do dance through our high school. So I was on high school dance team. Yeah, where you grew up, it's very different from where I grew up. Yeah. That was very cool. I'm a little jealous of people that got to do that, but I don't know. But also no, because unless it's run really well, it just becomes Mm. a big game of politics you could argue that the entire dance industry is a game of politics but then you could also argue that basically any industry is a game of politics because we've turned so many things into politics that shouldn't be politics such as human rights anyways have you okay have you heard about all the stuff that's going on that there are people protesting the whole wearing masks thing and they're saying my body my choice and you're like You're like, hmm, where have I heard that one before? Hmm. 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 I I was talking to my to Andrew about that. I made that comment and he said, Oh, so close. And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, I don't get it. He's like, You're so close to being somewhat intelligent. (laughs) (laughs) Like the people that say that. He's like, you're almost socially aware, but not. Like, you get that because it's your body, you should be able to make a choice on it, but you don't, like, let other people do the same mm-hmm. thing Because you on think other you're that are the more exception. Important. But it's also, like, this is a completely different issue because it affects other people's health more than affects your health. Mm-hmm. So it's not, like, my body, my choice. It's, like, 
kill everyone else. That's what I'm choosing to do. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes, I love to spread infectious viruses. Yes. I love oh, to do that. So our, where I live, our mayor just declared that masks are mandatory to stop, to hopefully stop the spread, you know, all that kind of good stuff. And so at my serving job, we were told that patrons now when they enter the restaurant they have to be wearing a mask and they have to keep the mask on until they walk to their table then they can take their masks off but if they get back up to like go to the bathroom or anything like that then they need to put their masks back on and I already know that there are going to be people that are going to want to throw hands with me over it the Karens of the world like and I they're just go- they're gonna do that like how do how do you even it's just, well, because I know there's a certain kind of person. Well, I mean, everyone likes to go to our restaurant. We have a wide variety of people, but there are specific kind of people that are drawn to our restaurant. And I know I can just because see Because it's a someone. nicer restaurant. Well, and, and so- especially it's like a restaurant bar. And so people are going to be drinking. So they're even more like unconsolable. No, that's not the right word. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you're You can't talk any sense into them. And I know people are going to... Yes, I know people are... I I already don't want to go to work tomorrow because I know people are going to be like, well, I was here a couple of weeks ago and I didn't have to wear a mask. And I'll be like, well, the world is changing. I wear a mask. The numbers went back up. So we're putting in restrictions again. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And guess what? And I know people are going to be like, it's hot on this patio. And I'm going to be like, well, I'm working. I'm in pants and with a mask on. And I'm running around getting your butt food and drink. Yeah, I know it's hot. Get over it. So I'm not excited. But yeah, tis the world. Tis the world that we live in today. Sorry, everyone got a little heated about the current state of the The world. world. And if we were, like, all normal people, like, the rest of the world seems to be, we would be, like, almost out of coronavirus cases right now. But because we've decided that the coronavirus existing is in opinion. Yeah. Yep. We are not out of this by now. (laughs) And so all of the Karens of the world are still mad that we're not out of this right now. And I'm like, well, if you would listen two months ago. Well, I love how Europe is getting better and how they've closed off, or have they, I know it's either in discussion or they have, they've closed off, like, people traveling from the United States, because they know that we're not controlling it well, and they don't want people from the United States to be traveling to Europe and bringing COVID back over. Yeah. Smart, honestly. Um, In other news, I have some wisdom. Wisdom. Okay, go. Um, y'all, when you're looking, it doesn't necessarily have to be a wedding, but when you're look when you're doing big life events that are important and you're needing to hold it in a place that you've never seen, go see it. Because Andrew and I went and toured our first venue. And it was my like top venue, like the one that I was like, I'm pretty sure this is the one I'm in love with it. And I but went and saw it in person. Yes, and I went and I saw it in person, and I said, "Nope, this isn't gonna do." For lots of reasons, aka 
the place I wanted to have it is a very old greenhouse which is beautiful it's like a big palm house but I didn't think about the fact that it wouldn't be air conditioned in the slightest oh yeah and I said that could get I don't stuffy. I don't want the whole wedding party because all the guys are gonna be in tuxes and then yeah. we're all gonna be in long dresses I'm like we don't need to melt that would be horrible <laughs> yeah we don't I, I don't love that for us so, I don't love that for us um there's another venue that's come up that I think is gonna I'm really crossing my fingers because it is now after kind of analyzing some stuff I think this could be a really really good I think it might be a good choice mm-hmm. I'm very excited so probably get an update next week if because if I could have that off my plate, then I honestly don't need to think about wedding planning for a while because technically we're already way ahead of the game, but with COVID, planning a wedding is but Yeah. Yay. Yay. I guess we've kind of been doing mustard and ketchup. Yeah. I have one more thing, and that's that professional soccer has returned, and it's brought a lot of emotions with it. You have been giving us really good updates. Yes, a lot of emotions. I was pretty okay with the first four games. I was really glad. Wasn't glad that the Portland Thorns lost. Um, but they didn't embarrass themselves like they did last time. But we won't get into that because I could get really, really, really heated about the six to nothing loss. Um, anyways, yeah, so the first four games I was really happy. I was like okay with and then last night um the Washington Spirit my home team just they they started out really strong and then they didn't finish really strong and it made me really sad but hopefully going forward in the tournament they continue to do better they're still in second place that's so, good but last night would have been their night to like get up into first place and they just couldn't I'm sorry dude and they were all getting so tired, and you could tell. And I just wanted to give them all a hug. Sad. But we're waiting for the next games. I think they're on Saturday. Maybe on Sunday. Maybe they're not playing on July 4th. Mm. I don't actually know. I guess we will see. Anyways, they've made me both very excited and also very, like, tense and kind mm. of nervous because... I always want the teams that I'm rooting for to do well. Yeah. Although I wish Orlando Pride was there. We won't talk about that either. Wear your masks and don't do stupid things. Yeah. Everyone like go please. out to bars with without a mask. Yeah. With a bunch of other people around you. Yeah. <coughs> Orlando Pride. Not all of them. And it's only Oof. a rumor. But there were like the reason Orlando Pride isn't at the tournament, I don't know if you actually know this, is because at one point in time there were 10 positive cases between the staff and the players. Some of them were false positives, like they've been retested since then and they're actually negative, but a few of them are actual positives and it seems to be because some players went out to a bar at one point in time and probably got it then and then maybe brought it to practice and got staff sick so that's good and that's the tea and that's the tea speaking of which it is um one year since the u.s england game in the world cup 
in which Alex Morgan, it's also Alex Morgan's <gasps> birthday. Oh, yes. She I know what you're talking the, about. The tea sipping. We're filming on July 2nd, by the way. So, happy yeah. birthday, Alex Morgan. Happy birthday to you. That's all. Happy birthday. <laughs> um, Speaking of tea, yes. it's time for our <laughs> first <laughs> of Versus. <laughs> I had to do it again. It made more sense saying it after you said Versus. You had to do it to him. Sorry. Coffee or tea, Olivia? Okay, I myself struggle because... Sometimes I want something warm and nice in my belly, like at nighttime. And decaf coffee is a load of crap. I can't actually say that I've ever tried decaf coffee. It tastes exactly the same, but what's the point of... I don't know. It just... uh, So, like, sometimes at night, like, I want, like, a nice, like, decaf, like, herbal, like, tea. It's really nice. Or, gosh, when you're sick, you don't want to drink coffee when you're sick. Yeah, that's the one time that I will not, I don't want coffee. So, shout out, well, not shout out, not trying to drop companies, but Starbucks has something called, uh, the slang kind of term that everyone uses are medicine balls, and they're so good. They're a mixture of, um green tea and like a peach tea and then you put steamed lemonade and honey in it oh and it's so like I get it even when I'm not sick because it's just good yeah I like when I whenever I have tea which isn't super often but when I do have tea I like the lemon in it I think Mm -hmm. that makes it a lot better like a citrus a citrus flavor underneath it and I usually do a green tea I don't know I think that's a really nice balance of green and citrus Mm -hmm. sometimes when I really need to wake up I need a good cup of coffee yeah like my go-to beverage unless it, it, it besides water is coffee like I don't do really any sugary drinks or anything in any juice really I mean I have alcohol but like that's that's the Even alcohol, juice. like, I do not drink that often. Yeah. But, like, coffee, I have at least one cup a day, if not two or three. Mm-hmm. Depending on what my tiredness level is. And also, here's another thing about quarantine. Making coffee for myself or going out to get coffee, like, pick up and come back to my apartment has become, like, the only fun activity that I have. Mm-hmm. Like, in throughout the work day while I'm like sitting at my computer if I like need a break I'll like get up and go make myself a cup of coffee I mean like what else am I supposed to do I just want to give you a hug (laughs) I'm really doing fine it's just like honestly coffee has become like a fun thing coffee's really good I grew up my parents always brewed dark roast in the morning and I just remember being like, can I try that? And they were like, yeah. And I like really like dark roast, like heavy coffees. But a misconception that a lot of people have is people think like darker roasts have the most caffeine when that's actually incorrect. Blonde roast has the most caffeine, which is why um, coffee companies have moved towards 
providing not only like regular espresso, but blonde espresso because it has more caffeine, mm. which I think it tricks people's minds. I know like telling people that just because I have a lot of coffee knowledge. So they're like, that doesn't make sense. And I'm like, well, I, I didn't make well, the rules. It's true. So I didn't make the coffee rules. I am not a coffee Sorry. god. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. So I um, think it depends on the day because also I can't do, I can't do straight black coffee personally. I need a little something in it. And some yeah. days I like the idea of dairy is like ugh, some days. I just got an almond milk creamer that's actually pretty good. I have a the creamer that I use is coconut milk. It's like sweet mm. cream, but it's coconut milk, yes. which is a lot better for me. But even some days I I don't want that. Some days I just I want tea because it's just lighter and it's yeah. I um I know that I'm not the first person to invent this like. I say invent as if, it, if it's an invention, but it's really not. But this past weekend, what I did instead of buying iced coffee at the grocery store was I brewed a big batch of regular coffee and then I put it in the fridge and then I used the little bit of leftover that didn't fit in my like jar that I was putting it in to make coffee ice cubes mm, yeah. so that when I make an iced coffee mm-hmm. it doesn't get watered down mm-hmm. when the ice starts to melt mm-hmm. yeah that's a really good option I always think that's really cool when people do that so just a little tip if you're out there listening and you like coffee and you like yeah. iced coffee and you don't like watered down coffee that's mm-hmm. the one thing I don't understand how much ice is put into your drink at any coffee shop? Like, why you gotta put so much ice in? There's barely any drink. That's why well, I always they're trying have to, to ask rip us for off. light ice. Yeah. Yes. They're trying to rip us off. That's another tip. Ask for light ice. Always. Unless light for ice. some reason you like having just a cup of water left over, frozen water. Mm. Oh. Here's another thing I think really quick sidebar before we move to our next verses that is like pro tea is bubble tea. I do like bubble tea. So my, when I was my senior year of college, I think actually junior year as well, but most notably my senior year of college, my figure skating club at college I just really said college a lot of times in that sentence, um, broke us into families, kind of like you would do in a sorority where you have like bigs and littles. Mm -hmm. And two of my littles were like really into bubble tea. And so they got me into bubble tea. And whenever we went on skating trips, we would always stop to get bubble tea. And so that's how I learned to like bubble tea. But it is really good. Do you get... Well, I think it depends. Like, I'm not a big fan of the tapioca bubbles. I get... Uh-uh. I get the... Um, the popping The ones? popping bubbles. <gasps> popping bubbles. Yeah. Yeah. I get um, a mango-based, like, green tea, and I get the mango mm. popping bubbles. That sounds good. It's so good. Okay. So, really <laughs> funny anecdote. When I was younger, my mom... Well, she still does, but I when I like couldn't drive myself around 
and for some reason I had a day off school or something, I would have to go in with my to my mom's office, and there was a frozen yogurt across the, the street from her office, and I would go to that frozen yogurt place, and they had the boba, like, things as toppings that you could put on y- your uh, frozen yogurt. Really? But the label for them. This is where it gets funny. The label for them wasn't like boba or like popping bubbles. It was juicy balls. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) That was their label. This frozen yogurt place called boba juicy balls. (laughs) I mean, they are juicy. (laughs) But like, that's not what I want to be eating. Yeah. I, well, yeah. (laughs) That's unfortunate. <laughs> oh wow, that's you could have Google existed. Google yeah. did exist. Yeah, so I was like, maybe it was something that's like maybe they it were, was a joke. Hopefully, it was a joke. That'd be funny. So then they could hear little kids go, "Mom, I want the juicy balls." <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine hearing little kids say that? That's weird. <laughs> okay um this is another one of our verses it's not gonna be a long one but being a morning person versus a night person god i'm such a night person yeah i the thing is though that throughout my life i have adapted myself to being a morning person when i need to be Mm -hmm. like throughout college i would always tell my skating coach that I was available to take the earliest morning Saturday lesson, even though I didn't really want to, but like I knew that no one else was going to be vying for that time. So I was like, if you need to have me at 7.30 a.m. on Saturday mornings, I'll come in then. So for all four years of college, I had 7.30 a.m. Saturday lessons. Mm -hmm. And then like throughout high school, my dance practices started at 7 a.m. So Mm -hmm. I was waking up Monday through Friday for 7 a.m. dance practice plus Saturday for 7.15 a.m. skating practice. So, like, I've done it, but I hate it. Yeah. I am also a night person. And, but I get up early for my job because of what I have to do. I'm up. Technically, I should get up at, like, 6, 6.30. Sometimes I don't roll out of bed till later than that, but we don't need to talk about it. It is nice though because I have gotten into I was really bad about eating breakfast. Mm. And now that like cuz my fiance gets up really early for work. So he's already up. So then when I get up, I have someone to hang out with, which is kind of nice. Like I don't like waking up and being by myself particularly. Yeah. And um I and like he's eating and kind of puttsing around, that's what he calls it. He literally is like, "I like to putts and like wake up." So I've gotten good about making myself breakfast, which I was never good at. So it's nice to feel like an adult. And I'm like, wow, I'm like making myself eggs. Yeah. Like a little egg sandwich that I eat. That in the really car. is something about quarantine that like, like I'm going to be very sad when we have to go back to working in the office because that means that I won't be able to make myself breakfast anymore. Well, I can go back to making my overnight oat bowls. That's what I had mm. for breakfast for a lot of 
while mm-hmm. I was working in the office. So I would make it at night and then it, I could just grab it out of the fridge in the morning. So I didn't have to, because I am also like you and that I should probably get up like seven, seven thirty in order to make it to work by nine, but I'm usually getting up eight, eight fifteen and really pushing it, mm-hmm. really pushing it. Yeah. On those times that I walk into work. Yeah. Some days I, if I could, I would rather like sleep in and then work later into the day, but that's not how the world works. So yeah, but like on the weekends, I automatically stay up later automatically and I sleep in. So. Well, and I don't know if this is just like a product of still not being that far out of college or not having kids I think it might be not having kids but like when I am at the office or like talking to people that I work with who are a little bit older than me have kids have families and they're always like go to bed at 10 wake up at 5 30 I just like to me 10 is still early in the night like it hits 10 and I'm like oh yeah I still got two hours to like pump something out like I could do a workout maybe I'll just like I'll watch like five more episodes of tv like a good time for me to get to bed is 1 a.m like that's a good time that's pretty early Mallory was over at my apartment last night we were watching RuPaul oh Mm. what season are you on we're we're now getting deeper into season six, finally. Okay, hold on, give me one second. Let me finish my okay. story and we'll get into RuPaul. But, <laughs> so, she was over and, like, we had made dinner and we had a really good time and we were watching RuPaul and all of a sudden I'm like, it's 10. Like, Andrew and I go to bed at, like, 10, 30, 11 at the latest. Like, that's how, I'm like, we're such old people now because we go to bed so early but it's because we have to be up early and I don't want to be exhausted all day and I gotta be sharp yeah Yeah. and she was like wow that's weird and I'm like yep sure is I I think for me I have a trying to think of the best way to say this Mm -hmm. if I have something that I this isn't at all the best way to say this and absolutely not what I actually mean, but it's easier for me to not sleep than to get up early and be productive. And I'll give you an example. When I was working on my capstone project for my senior year of college, I stayed up Mm -hmm. for three days straight because at some point I knew that if I tried to even take any sort of sleep before this project was due and I wasn't finished with it, I would sleep for longer than I was supposed to, especially if it were at night. And so I, I just stayed up. I just stayed up because I knew that I wasn't going to get up early enough in the morning to actually get stuff done on my project the next day. So I just worked through. Yeah, I remember that. We were really scared for your health. I did that twice senior year. I don't know if you remember the other time I did it, but it was, I think it might not have been three days the first semester senior year. It might have been two days, 
But at the end of that day, after I gave my presentation, we came back to campus because um, we had to give offsite presentations. So we came back to campus and then I had to run to a dance event. So I performed. And then as soon as I got home from that dance event, I fell asleep for 15 hours. I do remember that. And you guys were like knocking on my door and you guys were like, are you alive? Like, are you okay? Because I think I fell asleep at like 8.30. Whenever I got back from this event, I just out cold. Yeah. And it was like halfway the next day and before I woke up. Yeah, we were worried. We just wanted to make sure you were alive because we were already worried because you weren't sleeping and we were like you should sleep and you're like no and I was like uh, okay that's fine so yeah that was worrisome no I need sleep but like it all came out okay I, mean, I graduated college I passed true. my course I got a pretty good grade on my final project it's true it made a really nice portfolio piece mm -hmm. so um oh so Season six, RuPaul's Drag RuPaul. Race. RuPaul. RuPaul. Uh, <laughs> we are, the script has been flipped from the fact that like Mallory and I, our two favorites are not people that we started out liking, mm. which is Bianca mm -hmm. and Adore. Mm. Mm-hmm. We didn't really like either of them, specifically Adore. She just, like, I'm not trying to hate, but she's got that, like, very, like, valley girl, like, oh my god, girl. Yeah, she party. seems a little bit airheaded. Yeah. yeah. She says party. Yeah, party. No, party. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Bianca just is very, like. But ugh. the thing with Bianca is that, like, if you. I think the thing with RuPaul's Drag Race is that Snatch Game, like, really cements whether I like someone or don't like someone. Mm -hmm. And so, like, if someone does a really good job at Snatch Game, I'm, like, automatically going to root for them for the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of, like, I remember both Bianca and Adore did really well at Snatch Game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we just finished the episode where they all had to do their, like, stand-up routines. Um, mm. And is, Was it RuPaul roast, or was it a different stand-up thing? Because uh, no, I, I know think a it was... lot of seasons he does a RuPaul's roast. No, this one was just regular stand-up, and it was okay. the one where, like, the older adults were the audience. Uh Okay. And I was actually really surprised because I've had a lot of problems with Trinity and like her attitude and her confidence and mm. like she's just been really ticking me off and I didn't think she was going to do well and she did a lot a lot better than I thought she would and she kind of came into her own and I was really proud of her. I was like, "Girl, I don't know if I remember her performance specifically on that episode, but so yeah, Bianca were just really good and she knows what she's doing at first I thought she was a little too like catty and especially for being like you know quote-unquote an older queen I was like really like the thing with Bianca is I don't actually think she's catty I think she just tells it like it is tells it like it is but like also tells it like a joke yeah so she's like telling you like it is as a joke and so you're like not sure 
if yeah, that's like you're supposed like, to start something or if that's like yeah I think it just took a while for me to like warm up to her and now I really like her I just think I needed to like figure her out you know what I mean so, yeah so yes it's getting good um Laganja oh she got real yet? yeah she just left she got oh. kicked off on that one she needs to leave yeah, yeah she I'm was sorry, so much sweetie. yeah yeah she was poor thing like I know that drag queens are over the top but like but they were right they're like you have this like facade going on and you're not being who you are and she's like well that is who I am and they're like everyone can do that girl okay you know they're like everyone does that like we're all drag queens like get it right you know yeah uh the other one that's starting to annoy me is um is it jocelyn mm, jocelyn fox wah, yeah. wah. has she not done that yet that's her saying so. keep it foxy wah, wah. oh yes yes sorry it's a, it, it was this that I was like, huh? Yeah, she uh, she just got roasted because it was the, we just recently saw the, she practically wore the same outfit on the runway two weeks in a row. And they're like, mm. we just told you that that look was too much and it wasn't a good look and you did it again. Why? Why would you even do the same look? Twice. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole thing with like her and Courtney Act and how. Yeah. I feel a little bit bad for her in that, but... Yeah. Like, I get, like, when Courtney's, like, I think that you could use some help in growth in these areas. She didn't She didn't say it the best way, in, yeah. like, a supportive way. And I don't think Courtney should have told her that Jocelyn was a low-rent version of Courtney Act. Like, that's... Yeah, that's the one thing I, I didn't like, but... Yeah, me either. But, yeah. So, you know, there's always tea in the drag world there's always tea in the drag race bringing it back to tea we've talked a lot about tea today tea sip the tea did you guys ever when you all went to college or if you haven't been to college look this up but when college was teaching us consent they showed us a tea mm. video the tea video the tea video didn't do a very good job honestly there have been a lot of people you know, hate on college it college is not no 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 i mean the tea video in itself is great. It's a really fun way to teach people, but it just didn't seem like it sunk in. Because yeah, well, some people are horrible, and I don't know. No amount of tea videos are going to get them to. Like, well, and, and it here's to start earlier than the tea video the first week of college. Yes, this is very true. Well, and here's the thing that really sucks is because I do have to say there are two sides to every story and I'm not saying I'm not trying to like muddy the water in any way shape or form but like I I don't personally know someone but I know someone that was in a situation like through a friend of a friend of a friend kind of thing where it where it's like you're both intoxicated and like things get really complicated and I'm like if you're even in that kind of situation where like the first time you should be having an interact an intimate interaction with someone should not be when you're extremely intoxicated that's just irresponsible yeah I and think that's 
and I feel like that's the basis for a lot of cases being like, well, I didn't want it. And people were like, well, I didn't know that. Or you didn't say anything or who knows? I don't need to get into that crap. But like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, that's one of the biggest problems with colleges is that people meet people out at bars and then they drink and then they, stuff happens and it, it makes me upset. Yeah. This is why neither of us went out that much in college. Yep. Well, also we should really, we should work as a society to take the time to go, you don't need to be drunk to be confident to meet people. Like, why is that a very normalized thing? Yeah. Like people are like, oh, I need to get a few drinks in me to get confident enough to talk to people. And I'm like, why, why? Because then you're not like holding yourself back. Yeah. But But, like, it should be okay to have like one and like, leave it at that. Just let it be like, cool but like you don't need to get wasted well but even like no but exactly or even if you like go meet like you meet someone on a dating app and like okay let's go meet at a bar and you sit down and you like have a drink together but to like I'm talking about the people that I knew of in college that were like I have to go out to the bars get plastered and then I can start talking to guys like I'm not saying that's on I'm not placing sorry I realized that that sounded really bad and that I'm not placing blame anywhere because the world is messy I think and that we should respect each other. Society needs a lot of blame because, well, it's taught us many things. One is that you got to get drunk to have fun and meet people. Mm-hmm. Two is that being drunk is a good time to have sex. Mm-hmm. And three is that you can have sex with people without knowing whether they want it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Moral, this took a weird side turn, but like, moral of the story is get to know the people you're doing that kind of stuff with, ask for consent, make sure you have it. Also, it's not a bad idea to double check in the middle. Like, are you doing okay? Is this okay? Is yeah. This okay? Oh, that's a good thing. Yeah. Like, why can't make we sure normalize that, throughout that sex? You have consent for all the different things yes do you like this is this okay also especially if you're doing experimental stuff with sex well yeah find something new oh yeah also it's just good to check in with your partner in general whether you're it's a new partner or a partner you've had for a long time because also what if you're doing something they're like it's not that i'm not enjoying this overall interaction but that specific thing is it my jam could you do it this way or let's stop doing it let's do something else Y'all. And even if it is a partner you've had for a long time, it's like different things work on different days. That's so like, also true. Make sure that on that day, what you're doing is working. Also, let's be very, very clear. Just because you have been in a long-term relationship with someone doesn't Ooh. mean you don't need to ask for consent. You always need to ask for consent, no matter Yeah, a relationship where. does not equal automatic consent. Yep. Just because you're married to someone doesn't mean automatic consent. That is something yes. that I get really upset about Mm. here's the thing always ask for consent yes consent in sexual interactions of any sort not just like sex sexual interactions anything that is deemed even semi-sexual yep and this is not a topic that we're debating this is a topic that doesn't need to be debated oh Heck no. No, we should make a song about consent. (laughs) 
Always ask for consent. Always ask for, for consent. consent. <laughs> Always ask for consent. Keep asking for consent even throughout the rest of the sexual encounter. Yeah. I got a little tripped up on my words at the end there, but you guys, you guys got it. I think we should sell that to big record labels. I think they'd like it. Oh yeah. I'm sure that it would do really well. Yep. Top top of the charts. <laughs> um, okay, well, I'm glad we had a lot of PSAs this episode. Yeah, we talked today about masks. Like, we did talk about masks. We talked about um, social equalities. Yes. I'm not saying the right word. Becoming politics, which they shouldn't. Yes. We talked about consent. Yep. We talked about we talked about tea and coffee. We did talk about tea and coffee. And we talked about drag queens. We and talked we talked about, about deprivation from you. Sleep deprivation. But like, just eventually sleep, you know? Always sleep. Your body needs it. Sleep is like a warm hug for your brain. I mean, like, sure. But also, like, if you're not going to wake up the next morning. Well, it's like, here's the... Uh, excuse me <laughs> that's that was my whole argument that like I would rather stay up so late that I didn't sleep at all than g- get like two hours of sleep and try to wake up early mm. I mean I guess I get what you're saying well I don't know sleep it's like you wouldn't just like it's not like you just constantly leave your lights on like your lights need to rest in your house also you don't want to use so much electricity when you don't need to so you gotta turn them off gotta give them a break yeah that's true it's not like i was doing this all the time i don't want people to oh yeah think that i was not okay i did this before my two final projects of semesters were due don't worry i kept close of an close enough of an eye on annika to make sure that she made safe decisions 99 percent of the time yeah safety first did you first did you ever like in elementary school have to take like a safety class or have like a police officer come in and like teach you like safety like 101 I don't want to like give the name of my program because it might say where I grew up regionally like people might be like yo I know that but oh um I don't actually know I know Mm -hmm. one time we had the fire department come Oh no, like And we like got a presentation and then we also got to look in the fire truck. That's cool. No, this was like a course that we like a safety Uh course. And it but it so it was like an array of things. So it was like a health class, but for like little kids, but it talked about like what do what do like people do in those kinds of like services that protect, you know, again, now that's up for debate in this day and age but it was like talking about or you know we had to put on the goggles that what it feels like when you're drunk and try to walk across that line like see it's not safe you did that in elementary school yeah they said don't drink kids that's crazy they said don't drink yeah i was in i really think i mean the south we know this but the south has some uh education problems everywhere across the country has education problems but Consistently, southern states are ranked as uh, failing their citizens the most with education. Yikes. So. Um, 
yeah so oh yeah in fifth grade i mean actually that probably makes sense because i remember going to like sixth and seventh grade and hearing stuff that kids other kids did that i was like we are children what are you doing it was alarming kids grow up so fast these days <laughs> they grow up so fast don't they <laughs> um yeah so teach each other about safety look after your friends that also goes with consent look after your friends yeah you know anytime i was that crazy friend and i don't mind being open about it but like when my friends would get new significant others or they'd start talking to people out at bars and i was with them i would literally be that friend that'd go up to that person and be like i have my eye on you don't do anything dumb or i'll know don't do anything dumb well no but seriously people would get really freaked out and i'm but i'm not afraid to be that friend and be like i'm watching my friend like i don't know because it doesn't matter how perfectly nice someone is to you when they introduce you you have no idea who they are as a person they could be a complete psychopath and so that's why i'm like i got my eye on you don't think for one second that you can get away with anything yeah that's how serial killers gain victims they just take advantage of strangers by acting nice not all serial killers but some yeah they do anyways well that's how that's how ted bundy like yeah captured women like he was like oh my arms broke i need to get something out of my trunk will you help me and then they're dead and you see it all the time in criminal minds because Yo, my only point of I reference feel is like, criminal minds yes i strongly <laughs> strongly feel like because in our day and age especially as women like we have to ingrain into our female population that you have to go through all these precautions because, and I'm not saying that it wouldn't be beneficial for men and I, men get taken advantage of too and all that kind of stuff, but it definitely happens more to our female population. And I feel like all females should listen to like murder podcasts and watch true crime things because do you know how much I've learned from that? A lot. Mm -hmm. How to protect yourself. Mm -hmm. But also going back to this, we shouldn't just put it on the the women's part to prevent it, but also on the men's part. And that that's also something that we should ingrain in our boys. Yes. If you're a mother, you. especially, or if you have any sort of authority position over young boys, hold them accountable. Don't say boys will be boys. Say, hey, that's not cool. Maybe don't pull the girl's pigtails because you like her that's not how you get attention from girls Mm -hmm. and they always say well he was such a sweet boy and i'm like well something went wrong ma'am yeah something something went wrong and you know what but here's the thing is, is i also feel like that when raising children sometimes and this is me completely speculating i am not a parent like i am not trying to say that i know what it's like to be a parent but I feel like as human beings, when we come to, into large responsibilities, we feel like it's all on our shoulders. Even when we know something is wrong, you can always ask for help. Like if there is something like even at your job, like you have a project and it's your responsibility, but something's off or like the numbers aren't right. Or you're noticing, like you can always reach out for help. It's the same thing with raising human beings. Like if you notice something is weird and if you took yourself out of the situation you said I saw if I if my kid was not my kid and I saw that what would I think and you can get help yeah 
And just yeah. because you, you receive help as a child or you are a parent of a child that receives help, there is nothing wrong that we are all individual. We are all unique and we all have things that we're working through. Yeah. We all got to continue to work to be a better world. We're not perfect. We're all learning. I'm, I've, we've Every, talked about this before. There's been a bunch of stuff going around on social media and I just want to reiterate it again. We should normalize as a society changing our opinion about something when presented new information. Yes. So always be learning and know that you can, if you learn something new and you're like, oh, that doesn't go with what I used to think, but now this information is being presented to me and I'm thinking of it in a different way. It's okay to not think the same things anymore. It's okay to think new things. It's okay to change your opinion. It's okay to grow and to learn mm-hmm. what we're supposed to be doing. Here's also like, the thing. As human beings. Yes. Here's yes. also a thing. We're getting, this is supposed to be our short episode, but we're really getting into it. So sorry, y'all. Um, but here's the thing also that I think there are some people, because again, everything's turned into something political. And then a lot of things I've seen on social media is some people coming out and saying, why can't we have differing opinions? I'm like, this isn't about, <laughs> this isn't about that people having different opinions, like we're shaming that. It's called basic human rights. Yeah. That's not. Differing opinions is, in a lot of cases, is synonymous with being racist. Exactly. Well, (laughs) here's the thing. Like, it was this thing I saw specifically on Twitter. Like, a girl made a TikTok about how she's like, I don't support, like, so she was talking about a lot of different things. But, like, example, like, I don't support, like, people I know that are gay and I'm like what does that have to do with your life what like but also like if they're in your life why do you not support them exactly well and also like it's just here's my problem with I get really upset because sometimes and I am not trying to assume but sometimes when people speak somewhat hateful things about groups of people that are different than them I feel like it's because that they can't put themselves in someone else's shoes like I just don't understand that people don't have the ability to go hmm empathy yes we don't teach empathy as a society we teach people to be tough and brush it off and not not care well, it's, and it's always about me and I'm always going to look out for me, which isn't necessarily bad in some cases, but it's bad from the fact that you look at everything that's going on in the world and you can't, especially in the United States mm. with police brutality and everything that's going on and you can't step aside and go, you know what, there is something wrong. And as a group, we all need to come together and fix it like I just don't have you seen that video clip there's that one professor who is white but she teaches college courses on racism and she is in front of this whole like lecture hall and she says I want anyone in this lecture hall who would be willing to be treated as we treat the black people in our society to raise their hand and no one raises their hand and she says that goes to show you that all of you know that there's something wrong with how we're treating black people in our society and that you don't want it for yourself. 
but you also don't want to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Anyways. Sorry. This has been a lot of things. Going back to teaching your children, teach your children about racism, even though I don't know how many, like, active parents we have listening to this podcast. Well, but but even if we don't have active parents, like, we're going to be parents one day. We are going to be parents one day. Which is a scary thought. (laughs) Well, I'm not going to birth any children. I've decided that for myself. I'm really happy for you. But I would be totally fine if my partner wanted to birth children, and I also would love to adopt children. Mm -hmm. So it's not no to parenting, it's just no to pushing a child out of my (laughs) vagina. That's a nice thing that Andrew and I have had that conversation of, we don't know what our life path is going to be, especially because we have so many other things to think about right now um, that are on our plates. But I like that we've had that conversation of, we might have our own children, we might adopt, like, we don't know yet. And I like, mm-hmm. I like that there's not that pressure for us to automatically assume that we are going to have our own biological children. Yeah. Or that, I mean, we've even had that conversation of, do we have kids at all? Like, but that's, but I think the point is, is we're like, we're so young. That yeah. doesn't need to be a conversation right now. And it's nice that whenever the conversation is appropriate, it's nice going in knowing that there's that there are a lot of options. And there are a lot of options. So some of which we chose today, whether you want coffee or tea, whether you want to get up early and be productive or stay late into the night and keep working Mm -hmm. on things, lots of options to choose from. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this didn't really end up being heavily versus. It was just more about more about Life. things that you shouldn't debate at all, even though people are turning them into a debate. And turning them into something. Maybe it's, it was a juxtaposition. Us showing people what you should debate, and us showing people <laughs> what you shouldn't debate. <laughs> what isn't debatable. Human, Human rights, rights is not debatable. <laughs> Consent is not debatable. <laughs> uh, also, what that is you can- debatable? The queens you like on RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes! Debatable. The, the team you want to win in the NWSL Challenge Cup. Debatable. Unless it's North Carolina. You can, um, you can debate what venue you want to host your large life event at. Yeah. You can debate what outfit you want to wear every day. That's so true. You can debate how long you want to push your morning alarms until you actually get up unless your phone is broken and you have no (laughs) one to turn them off unless your phone is broken then it'll just keep going and you can't turn them off at all Uh, Mm. you can debate what food you want to eat for breakfast or if you want to have breakfast but please eat something eventually yes food is fuel it is also art it is art Cooking is fun, too. So, like, use, if you want to, mm-hmm. use cooking as, like, a moment of zen within your day. Mm-hmm. That's what I like to Y'all, do. y'all, pro tip, pro tip. If you want to make good mac and cheese, and even if you just have box mac and cheese, right, right, and you're like, I just want to make it a little better. Instead of boiling your noodles in just water, boil it in a milk water mixture. Mm, that's just, like, um, 
rice instead of using just water use some vegetable stock or like chicken stock if you're into that you gotta rinse the rice though until you the water is clear you gotta rinse the rice you do perfect oh no i can't give away the secret maybe everyone knows the secret do you know the secret to making rice i don't know i don't know if i know the secret until you tell me what the secret is because i know how i make rice finger to rice this line oh i just do a one to two part ratio i guess that makes sense too you can debate what the best ratio of rice to water is yes you can oh did i tell you you remember that little cat picture you got for me for my birthday one year yeah it's on my mantle i don't know if you can see it wait hold on oh my god i see it no i do see it it's cute Okay, I have it on my mantle. It's for everyone that I, so I used to be a 100% dog person and then I morphed into a dog cat person and Annika has so many cats and I love them and I love talking about them even though they're not my cats and when I met all of them, they didn't want anything to do with me. <laughs> they're just not very nice cats, honestly, but that's why I love them. Um, and so one time for my birthday, Annika got me this cute little like piece of art. And so it's like a page of a dictionary and it's this cute little cat printed out on it. And it's wearing a little crown. It's so cute. And I was queen. And I was unpacking my boxes when I moved into my apartment and I found it. And I said, that's where it's going. And I told Andrew, I said, it doesn't have to stay there. I can find another place for it. And he said, I like it there. That's fine. And I said, sweet. So makes me very happy um you know what else would make me really happy if everyone listening to this right now went and followed all of our social media instagram at you can live anytime twitter at you can live any spelled like the name of our podcast yes um it would also be really cool if you guys uh subscribed and rated us on apple Podcasts. yes yes five stars please we haven't gotten a new rating. Morgan said he was going to go raid us. So now I'll get mad at Morgan again. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Tell your friends and family about us. That would be cool. If you guys are having a hard time starting conversations with people about human rights, have them DM listen. us on Instagram. Honestly, we would love to talk to you about it. You could send them our podcast about us ranting about human rights. You could also send us our podcast. You could also send them podcasts that are hosted by Black people talking about their issues. That's true. That's something. Or they, gay people. Well, I mean, I am a gay person, but like <laughs> other <laughs> gay people who talk specifically about gay issues, if that's something that you're interested in. There's mm-hmm. plenty of, of educational tools out there that you can send to people who need, need help understanding. Or, or that educate just, yourself. Also, I do, I do want to point out that we are all humans and we're learning and we're growing. And especially sometimes you see with older generations, whether that be your parents or that be your grandparents or people in those age ranges, they're all learning and growing too. And sometimes it just takes time and it takes patience and it takes love and education. And Uh, And there are people that are not wanting that education and growth. And 
it's very sad that it happens, but some people are, and it just takes time. Mm -hmm. So we need to try to spread as much kindness as we can. Be kind, but still hold people accountable. That is true. We'll wrap this up. That is, yes. I think this is a good time to wrap up. We didn't do a shorter episode. We didn't do a shorter episode. Sorry about it. Um, You just get to hear our voices longer. Yeah. We know you love our voices. You're probably lonely during coronavirus anyways. So who knows? We might go into another lockdown. Well, we probably should, honestly, because we keep climbing, but numbers. Numbers keep climbing. Numbers. Um, All right. Well, everyone have a good week. We will talk to you all soon. Okay. Bye. Bye.